I'll tell are. you my favorite uh, story was we went to Royal Farms and uh, a guy asked me for a, we were like waiting for our food and a guy asked me for a dollar and I was like yeah man I got you he was like uh, yo can you give me a dollar uh, my girlfriend locked me out of the house and my wallet's in the house and I was like yeah man I got you on a dollar and he was like yeah thanks that fat bitch <laughs> and I was like yeah, that was worth a dollar. <laughs> I thought I wanted a dollar by a forty. Yeah, no, it's definitely. He was like, he didn't ask for a dollar. He asked for a dollar six. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. It was a very specific, like tax yeah, he was included. Like, I need to buy a tall boy. <laughs> tax included. I need yeah. a dollar. Please help me. That's really <laughs> <laughs> worth every penny. Yeah, yeah. You know, what like was... I got a bunch of ones and tip money. I'll keep pumping <laughs> you full of dollars. Just keep for calling more. your girlfriend a fat bitch. It's <laughs> terrible. Don't give him money for that. <laughs> It's not cool at all. This is real of him. Um, how much money would you have paid to watch a uh, Death House? None. You didn't like it. Ne- uh, you could pay me to watch that movie again. I think Death House for me worked exactly in the way we experienced it. Like we both sat down, we drank some beers, and we watched a movie together. I think if I would have been alone, I would have stopped watching it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I say that a lot on your podcast. I've noticed for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. and you said murked. Remember when we figured that out? Murked? Yeah. I use murked in, like, everyday life. Really? I've never... Then again, I don't know any context where murked yeah, come mean, up. Yeah, I mean, how when you and I are together, how often do people get murked? Yo, dude, you just murked that caramel macchiato. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to WKFM 420 with Kagan. Boy, I hate this town, Ryan. And Christian. I don't hate this town. No. I was trying to think of a good radio intro. No, no, no. Bill hates this town way more than I do. If Bill was on, I was going to say a Bill bait my hook, whatever his last name was. Uh, his last name now is Hawk. Was it different? Yes. Oh, I probably. It's a long story. Yeah. Um. Whatever. Okay. This is episode sixteen of the podcast. I think. I don't know why you're looking at me, man. It's yeah, I, I don't really look to you. That's true. I don't keep track. It, it is my podcast. Yeah, I would like to say that anybody out here causing grief because kyle hasn't been on you yell at him because he has the third shift job i'm just trying to keep getting episodes pumped out with you with some semblance of consistency and, and that's can, where i come yeah, that's in. where kagan comes in because the consistency is me because i got nothing better to do you, keg and i are on the same page we're both working at the same job and we both have the same now i think i just see you a lot more and you're like hey you free this time that's true yeah i try i mean like uh, i don't know because there's a hard there's a hard disconnect between like while i'm at work i'm like yeah let's do something when i get off but then i get off work and i sit down and I'm like, oh yeah don't want to do anything yeah i just got a shower before i do anything from when i get home from work i think that's my mistake i think i need to get a shower and i've had other jobs where i worked way harder than i do at this job and i'm like yeah whatever like i'm okay with the body odor but i don't like we get I get home from this job and I'm sticky and I yeah just feel gross. Feel weird, but how do how do you want to start with this one? We watched Death House. Death House was billed as the Expendables of Horror. You had everyone in this. Do you want to hear my opinion on this movie? Oh yeah, let's let's go back to that. It was dog shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I guess it was. I don't know. The worst part about it is I feel like n- not enough even happened for me to have an opinion on it. I wrote one thing down, and I decided early on that I was going to stop taking notes. Yeah, I just kind of made notes to make fun of it. The plot of the movie, we're literally just going to tell you this right off the bat. It is a experimental... Okay. Actually, you know what? I will say the beginning. Yeah, I mean, we got to delve into it to explain how. I was going to say because the beginning of I realized the beginning, like first twenty minutes of this movie, set up a cool plot, and then it just gave up on it. I don't think it did. I think the beginning of this movie just made no sense. I was trying to keep up. That's when I stopped deciding. Like when I decided to stop taking notes, is I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on right now. I thought it was wild. I was down for it, but we'll just okay. So this yeah, one, you're right. It was wild beginning, and I'm like, I'm excited to see where this yeah, goes. Yeah, it, it just went bad. Go anywhere? Exactly. This movie was built as the Expendables of horror movies. You have all these big names from '80s horror. What did I say? Kagan's back. Kyle's not here. Hey. Yeah, I don't know if you knew guys figured that Kagan's back, but you had all these big names of horror movies. You have like Kane Hodder's in it, Tony Todd is in it, Gunnar Hansen is in it. What do you think of everyone? There's a lot. Um, uh, Bill Mosley, Sid Haig. Fuck, what's his name? Machete? What's oh, his, uh, Danny Trejo is in it. I knew it was someone um, like I'm trying to think of the other big ones. I think that's... Um, the dude from The Hills Have Eyes, the OG one. I don't know his name, but he was also in... Um, <gasps> Devil's Rejects. He was um, the dude from Dawn of the Dead's partner in Devil's Rejects, Sid Haig's cousin. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the guy who talks about fucking chickens. Yeah, that guy. He's like, I don't fucking don't chickens. Don't chicken. <laughs> um, sure. So it has a lot of these indie, not really even indie, just eighties horror, horror yeah, just guys. Horror yeah, like you would you would watch this, you'd recognize a lot of people. Oh, Barbara Crampton. I forgot about that. She's a big one. Yes. And that's like the big billing in, and you know right away that that is why the rest of the movie is budget shit. All the money was spent. Did they say Kane yeah, Hodder? Yeah, Kane Hodder's in it. Yeah. Kane Hodder. The rest a good of the movie point. Is... They spent all their money to get these people into this movie, and the movie is... Looks bad. Awful. I mean, like, you can definitely tell they didn't have a lot of money to work with, so, like, props to them. Yeah. But it's bad. I mean, I want to know why they couldn't get Robert England in this. Because Hatchet got Robert England and they Kane Hodder. probably could have gotten Did... anyone in <laughs> <What> this movie. <laughs> it's really It's funny. just who decided, like, who read the script and decided that this movie was or was not I awful. I guess the difference is Hatchet's a good movie. This is not. Yeah, I actually listened to your episode on Hatchet. Dude, I haven't seen Hatchet. I love Hatchet. Hatchet's one of my favorite slashers. But yeah, Kane, Kane Otters in that yeah, one too. Yeah, I read it in uh, sixth grade. and Shut up. Really... Shut up. Same thing. <laughs> uh, so this story was like, I don't know if you noticed, the story was written by Gunnar Hansen, the dude who played Leatherface. He's the one who came up with the whole thing. The guy who actually played Leatherface, not Leatherface in this movie. No, that's Leather Lace. That's oh, is that up. Leather Lace? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Gunnar Hansen, the dude who played Leatherface, wrote this. Um, I don't know. The movie opens up with Tony Todd explaining to a girl that she's basically going to be sold into what you assume is like sex slavery, but you find out it's not. And he talks about nipping something in the bud and like rips out a fetus from her that's what i thought it was yeah they don't really i don't know why that was what they showed shied away from but it was supposed to be a fetus and i don't know man it, it just the next scene it's like a special agent what was her name boone 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 special agent boone with and she's dressed as a nazi with like kane hitler yeah kane hotter is a nazi. his name is alois Al, Al, i thought it was seek no seek is his last name oh which is funny because Al Alois 
was uh, Hitler's dad's name, something like that. No, yeah. A L O I S. Yeah, this this movie did not use subtlety well. No, it didn't. It was about as subtle as a Nazi named Seek. Yeah. And even Agent Boone was like undercover and like murdered this family. And no, like, she murdered the mom and the kids. The yeah, one who and put like, the EMP grenade. Oh, that was okay. Think okay. That was a note. I didn't realize that's who that was. Yeah. Yeah, well, he was wearing a fucking Nazi hat inside he, the dumpster. Yeah, but like they still didn't really even explain it. Okay. By the way, as as confused as you are listening to like us talk about this, is that's How about as feel. much sense yeah. as this movie makes. It's pretty like the place is literally like the movie's called Death House, and they are in the movie like yeah, this is the Death House. Yeah, they, they call it the Death House, and you find out it is not the only Death House. Yeah, you find out at the end of the movie there's like a bunch of different Death Houses. The government funds. Okay, so it's this prison that the top of it looks like eastern state penitentiary or fucking auschwitz yeah it's this weird combo it has that star look of eastern state penitentiary but it definitely also looks like auschwitz and underneath are different layers the layers of hell which which was not also not subtle no, because they start out trying to make it Dante's Inferno, but then like halfway through they just they, forget like, abandon that. that that's idea. what they were trying to do. Yeah. And um and they talk about like Operation Paperclip, which is when all the Nazis were taken from Germany. Yeah, and America. all the prison guards look like Nazis. Yeah, and like I don't even could just go <laughs> I don't even how do you explain this movie? It doesn't to make sense, man. It's not like the only thing that made this like it kind of follows some sort of chronological order kind of <laughs> like the plot of the movie is this the death house is a place where they take serial killers and like criminals to try to find out if it's nature or nurture that makes a serial killer because they're like we pump them full of all these drugs and then we expose them to the same scenarios that we think made them serial killers before without the nurture part and see if they react the same. I think that's what they're trying to do. I don't know, man. Because they, the, the, the woman that they kidnap that gets kidnapped at the beginning of the movie is, I guess just like one of like the fodder. Yeah. The serial killers. They, they take these, they kidnap these victims and put them in the snare. Like these, uh, the VR scenarios yeah. with these serial killers and have them reenact their kills. Or, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I will say that being said, the leather lace scenario did kind of sketch me out the first time I saw it. Cause it looked very snuffy. Yeah, it did. That was kind of cool. That was, I will say the only part of this movie where I was like, Ooh, it's kind of weird. I remember watching it being, it's creepy was they're like, this lady's name is Leatherlace. She skins their wears like skins her victims. See, I thought they face. said Leatherface, and I was just like, no. is that just like public domain now? It is like, Leatherlace the name Leatherface? Is there? Are you just allowed to call anyone Leatherface? Yeah, and now like in supposedly the, movie? the dad of the woman who is Leatherlace is Gunnar Hansen, the dude who played Leatherface, because they like projected him. And they're like, ooh, she has memories of her Holy dad. Shit. Yeah, and I thought it was Kenny Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> oh nope nope gunner hansen rest i in thought peace. it was kenny rogers yeah i was just really mad like he couldn't come up with a better name other than leather lace leather lace it was kind of creepy i'll Be say that is the one moment in the movie where i was like that's weird was the leather lace sequence because she's dancing what the only part of the movie that i was like oh, that's kind of neat is when they're in that uh oh the screaming yeah yeah i didn't get it but i thought it was kind of you know cool what okay cool at. this whole movie likes to jump back between like this is supernatural and this isn't supernatural and yeah. they explain none of it no they don't um i'm just trying to keep track of the notes because we're going all over the place we're explaining this movie as that's best true. as we can it's oddly progressive for a movie 
everyone in the higher positions of power are all women. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, one black guy in the whole movie. Two. Two black guys. Was it Tony Todd and... And some random prisoner that they show a close up of his face. And I was going to say the women are the end of the progressivism. At one point, they say, like, magnum shields lowered and just iron bars. It doesn't really seem too magnum. Yeah, is this whole fucking prison held together by magnets? What? <laughs> okay, yeah. So, what? Oh, my God. Extension of Operation Police paperclip let's just keep going all prisoners are in this simulation at one point they describe the five evils and they give them all these weird names but it boils down to okay and i worked through this that is joseph mangala elizabeth bathory andre chicatello some random dude who the guys from the hills have eyes play yeah. and the grim sleeper and the grim sleeper yeah like that's who they are there's as subtle as i don't even know what the x it's unsubtle like the first person they show is this nazi they're like death camp operator He's, uh... doctor I was like, yeah. Joseph Mangala. And the next one, they're like, this woman bathed in blood from the 16th century. I'm like, it's Elizabeth Bathory. I don't know, man. The one agent, <laughs> did you notice the one agent in his simulation where you see Sid Haig in the background? There's just a person walking in the shot. No. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's just a person in the background. And you know they're not supposed to be there because in the same scene, Sid Haig's character kills two people. You're like, that yeah. person should not have been there. They yeah, I mean, kept the they character. just put Sid Haig in there to put Sid Haig in there. It's, it's, he doesn't play an actual role. Sid or, Haig just plays Sid Haig yeah. in every movie. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but it's not, like, integral at all. No. They just gave Sid Haig. Like, no one is in this fucking movie. You no could one's have, important in this movie. You could have changed every character out with each other, and it would have had the same effect. Except maybe Kane Hodder. Yeah, there's a scene where they... the Okay. Okay, wait. So, after the whole Sid Haig scene, like, <laughs> you gotta remember, this is supposed to be, like, a CIA black site. Like, yeah, okay, so, loosely, the idea is that these two CIA agents have, like, done well at their job, and they're getting a tour of this facility. Which seems like a bad gift. Yeah. I would not want this as my, like, gift. Like, congratulations, let's take you to where we keep all of the serial killers. Yeah, so it doesn't really, like, they don't touch on why these people are there. Also, why are they showering there? Yeah, at one point they just show- There's a lot of scenes in this movie that I will chalk up to just show titties. Yeah, okay, so this these two CIA agents are for some reason in this prison showering together. Yeah. They put them in, like, uh, the smallest group shower together, and they're like, hey, you guys explain the whole plot of this movie while you're in the shower together it because and they do they close up on the female lead of this movie's nipple a handful of times it, in this scene because the whole time it like kind of implies that maybe these two agents aren't actually like in this and they're like in the simulations the vr simulations and i was really hoping the movie wouldn't go towards that but like i don't even know if it did at the end i don't know if it, i don't think this movie did. was a mess they oh. yeah they give this shower scene and was it trying? the whole the whole exposition of this movie is explained in the shower scene where they keep fo- you can't pay attention to what they're <laughs> saying because the the camera keeps focusing on this woman's breasts the whole time <laughs> and, i don't know was the, were they trying to make sexual tension because there was none there wasn't any i hope they they're were. not looking at each other they keep mentioning the tattoo the god-awful tattoos that these people I have will say, on them. very professional of them to not look at each other nude. Nude, yeah, they were very good at that. Yeah, that but, was, I was, they're mm. also very progressive yeah. of this but, movie. Okay, like, 
Okay, and they're outside, and this is the CIA black Which made me site. feel bad that I kept looking at this woman's boobs while the guy's <laughs> standing the right next fault. to her, isn't it? Yeah, it was the camera. we got to talk about how unguarded for a CIA black site this is, where a child sneaks into the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the guy sees bloody, the, the guard of this facility it is, it is, is it's like, one guard walking on the outside barbed wire fence and he finds bloody rags on, the, bar- like, this, on the barbed wire this barbed wire fence is right up against the facility yeah, yeah. you got like, area 51 supposedly isn't used for anything anymore and they still have more distance yeah it so is this guy finds bloody rags and he and then he <laughs> hears noises coming from the dumpster behind him and he's like there's got to be skunks in the dumpster. <laughs> also, why is the dumpster right there? Yeah, it's it's like the front of the fucking so prison. The dude, the dude goes in there, goes over to the dumpster, and what we I guess we just determined was Sid, the kid from Kane Hitler's bunker, somehow jumps out of this dumpster and overpowers this grown man, grown guard, stabs him in the chest, takes out of a chunk of his intestine, puts an EMP into his stomach, puts the intestine puts the guts back, back in, and bails, and... That gets that's the start of the real plot of the movie. Yeah, like the kid doesn't have any bearing. Yeah, he. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize that's who he was until Kagan said that. He doesn't come back for the rest of no, the movie. No, absolutely just like, not. Explained. Yeah, I got him. And they take this body in, and like they're performing an on-site autopsy, and Lloyd Kaufman is like the main doctor, and the EMP goes off. Yeah, and he's, like, digging through the guy's guts, and he's like, "I found something." Yeah, and the thing right away, I got really mad, and. I guess it's kind of weird because, like, EMPs don't really exist, do they? It's kind of like this weird... Dude, I don't know. I don't know. But I know, though, the theory of EMP is it breaks the connectivity for a time being. If this EMP goes off underground and kills the electricity, emergency lights aren't going to come on. Honestly, the only other thing that I know EMPs from is the Matrix movies. I was going to say Modern Warfare. I have not played enough of that. Fun fact, never seen any of the Matrix movies. They're movies that good good job baby's first film study <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're movies they are movies. movies i don't know man they e- have a start and an end <laughs> emps go off it, it ruins everything except for emergency lights and literally any other electronic device in this facility yeah and the two agents along with one of the doctors are in an elevator when it happens yeah, and then you learn that there's, like, a death gas in the death house that an hour later will kill everybody. That's an hour real time of this movie. Kill everybody or the prisoners? It's, it kills everybody. They're, like, it basically convinces your body that, like, the bacteria can eat you. This is makes this failsafe makes as much sense as the cryo chamber in Jason, Jason X, X did. Honestly, hot take, Jason X's cryo chamber made more sense because it just stopped this. everything. Yeah. This just kills everybody in this facility. It's so fucking stupid. But then it's like it's not even that it just kills everybody and that's the stupid part. It kills everybody in the most complicated way. It's not even like it's chlorine gas or like carbon monoxide. It is a gas that you find out convinces all all of the bacteria in your body, or convinces your immune system to stop recognizing the bacteria, and the bacteria just eat your body to nothing. It might take a second. But that's the, like, why? I don't know, man. That's, why would you develop that when you could just be like, we could use chlorine gas or just anything else, strychnine, sarin, anything. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, and then it happens instantaneously at the end of the movie. But we're, I don't know. Uh... Kane Hodder escapes because he's psychic somehow. Yeah, okay, so he's got this, like, Wolverine healing factor that they don't 
explain. They like, bring up all. once in like an on-screen type. If you missed it, you miss it completely. But like he has like hooks in him for some reason, and like the hooks shoot out into like special agents' eyes when he's getting transported during the blackout. And then he goes down with the rest of the prisoners and someone shoots him in the stomach and just tears out his intestines and he pops back up and he's like, you come at the king, you better not miss Bill <laughs> DeKagan Bill last Hawk. episode. And like, <laughs> Kanata rips the one guy's face off and the other guy's like, Yeah, oh. he does rip his face off. That yeah, and the pretty other cool. guy's like, I'd follow you to hell. And Kanata's like, yo, that's actually where we're going because they're going down. In quotations, Christian Harris, I would follow that guy to 7-Eleven. Yeah, he's like, dude, I'd get a surfie. And, like, that's the plot of the movie. Kane Hodder and all these prisoners trying to go down to meet the five evils. Which yeah, because were... they decide that we're, you don't go up to get free from this place. You go down to Again, where the five evils are. I don't get it. The five evils were, like, the Andre Chikatilo, Elizabeth Bath. Yeah, they were just fucking crazy people that existed. I guess I shouldn't say crazy. I don't know, but then you, like, meet them at the end of the movie, and they're all pretty, like, put together. Yeah, they're and, pretty like, tame. Like, like, well-spoken. They're wearing Tron armor. That was look, weird. They looked like they were from Warhammer 5000. Yeah. And they were all, like I said, they were all really, like, calm, well-put-together people. Yeah. The Grim Sleeper said nothing. I didn't notice no, that. No, he did not say anything. Uh, yeah, it was weird. <laughs> no, man. And they're in the elevator, the two agents with the... Doctor... And then, like, the agent Novak tries to climb out, and he almost gets raped. And that's when I was like, oh, this is supposed to be, like, the diamond circles of hell. This is supposed to be lust. Because they start walking. And, yeah. And like, then they get down a level, and it's like, oh, gluttony, because they're all eating each, each other. other. like cannibals. And then that was the la- <laughs> the last time that comes up. Yeah, because then they end up in that... Dude, the coolest part of the movie. Walk-in fridge. Yeah, they end up in a walk-in fridge full of, quote-unquote, prisoners and homeless that are skinless... Yeah, they were goopy. And they're like, what happened? And the doctor's like, we really don't know. Yeah, and they got this, yeah, we don't know. Which, let me tell you, if my prisoners started losing skin and eating people like that, I would be doing some also, research. Also, they've got like a weird like canister microphone in front, like an old tiny Yeah, I don't like, know why they gave him a can microphone PA. that the lady's just like howling into. They gave her a PA. Yeah. No, I guess Clay's got a platform to speak on. <laughs> She's got some shit to say. It is. And so, she's just like, ah! <laughs> she's like, we don't want to be free. Or no, because it's like, we don't want to be free. <laughs> yeah, she keeps repeating the same thing. Yeah, over I don't know. And then at one point, they're like, we got to hang out here. And at one point, like, they finally notice the, the agents in there and they start to crawl towards them. And the doctor's like, never mind, we don't have to hang out here. And they bail. I don't. That must have been while I was in the bathroom. That it, no, that was this next scene where they go into this area and they're like, mm, "It's where we keep all the homeless people in storage," and they're just hanging they're on just meat hanging hooks. There, yeah, and then okay, so Kane Hodder and the gang comes in with like this girl who's like laughing and giggling, painted like a juggalo, and you think she's going to be a villain, and she's just not explained either. And then, like, the main agents and the doctor are, I'm like... I'm glad you mentioned that, because that's the first thing I thought, too. I was like, is that Juggalo? <laughs> and then, like, the main agents and the doctor are, like, 15 feet up in the air somehow hanging on these bodies. Yeah, I was excited, because if you've listened to any of these other episodes, you know yeah. I fuck with some Juggalos. <laughs> Dude, and then, like, the doctor lady gets shot, because they see her, and they fall down. And Kane Hodder's just like, let's no, go. No, she falls down. Yeah, the other two don't it. fall down. No, no, they're fine. And Kane Hodder's just like, mm, let's go. Yeah, that's when I went to the bathroom, because the next thing I came back to was yeah. them in the elevator shaft. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. They just skip, like, 
this I feel like there might be a director's cut of this movie that explains they more. skip like seven layers of hell because they just slide down the elevator they shaft. do and then like they someone get this elevator shaft and the girls agent Boone's like what's your plan Novak and he's like I just want to slide down the elevator shaft so they slide down these elevator cables one handed while they're shooting their pistols <laughs> like, yeah, nothing <laughs> absolutely there's not a single scene where it cuts to somebody getting shot it is just a steady shot it's of them a shot of them in the elevator shaft Shooting, shooting at nothing with a hate breed with a hate playing. breed song playing in the background it, it makes no we had to rewind the scene to see if we missed something no it's <laughs> like wait why are they doing this again i think i can sit in there and he's like yeah you know this is a good song we found out it was hate breed and uh yeah, and then we were like, "Oh, it makes sense. This uh, movie's about kind of Nazis." Because yeah, there were it kept Nazis love Nazis. hate breed. Nazis. Yeah, we're not saying hate breed are Nazis. We're just saying white supremacists like hate breed they a do. lot. It's it's Pantera and Slayer. Yeah, Pantera, Slayer, hate breed are the big three of we're not Nazis. And screwdrivers, the granddaddy of them all, but they are. Nazis. They are probably Nazis, aren't they? We a hundred percent are Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> That's no property, but it sucks. I've said this before. Their first album was not a Nazi album; it was just a good punk album. And then they just after changed that, their minds. I don't know. I honestly think that Screwdriver, they're not Nazis. They just found a niche that they make money off of. Ooh, they're like, man, Nazis really like our music. Yeah. Would you ever sell out if it meant a lot of money from Nazis? We talked about this in Green Room. If I were to play a show in front of Nazis... No, we talked about how we would not play Nazi punks. We would just play our set and leave and take their money. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If, like, I found out the Nazis were buying my album, I'd be like, I'm not gonna, like, record any more albums, but... If Nazis really liked my music, I'd be like, these are some sad Nazis, man. That's... (laughs) These Nazis have had their hearts broken. You know, it's when Frita, she does not love you anymore, not want to give the Aryan children. <laughs> Listen to the front bottoms on repeat. Like, these are some sad Nazis. I think they're, these guys aren't actually Nazis. They just need a hug. Yeah. I feel like that's a lot of them. They're going to start taking Zoloft and be like, what the fuck? The Jews are not the problem here. I was listening to Chapo Trap House today, and they were talk- making fun of this one guy's column, and they were like, let's just replace all of um, large worldwide capitalists with Jews and see how this sounds. And yeah, a lot of uh, right-wing doctrine they complained about um, the globalist elite really sounds like a Nazi. Yeah, uh, oh my propaganda. god, yeah. When I realized uh, I did a... God, I can't remember what I was doing. Some sort of english project on that i translated one of adolf hitler's speeches and it was just like uh we're in like civil unrest and the streets are in turmoil and we're in very like financial dire straits yeah and that's what fired people up and then hitler was like jews jews yeah and everyone was like wait (laughs) jews okay yeah no that's that's the scariest part of it all i hate nazi like uh, com- comparisons in modern politics like it's played out and overdone but like it's a little it's eerie like i don't want to play nazi horseshoes i don't see how close we can get to it mm-hmm. and this seems like we're off topic but you got to understand nazis come up in this movie a lot yeah the whole project paperclip is and, a nazi thing yeah yeah it's the united states taking nazi scientists and yeah then, and just pardoning them yeah, well don't even get me started we can talk about that we can talk about unit 434 or whatever was the Japanese uh, 731 731 just getting a complete and total blank slate okay but not okay. they learned 
what you can't do to a person. I yeah. I don't know if we needed that information. I guess I could have also told you that extreme cold will kill somebody. Yeah, they're like, yeah. What? It just takes fifteen minutes. We, we know figured that that was going to happen. Yeah, we just but now, now know. we have the data to prove it. I guess I don't know. That was still inexcusable, though. I don't care. No, I agree. I'm, oh, not... I'm just saying we should do what the government's doing now and just use it in like homeless people. Yeah, but there are people like um, oh, shit. What was his name Klaus Barbie who? legitimately they called him the butcher of leon they said he was i think he was personally responsible for i want to say it was a couple hundred deaths that they he became an fbi agent oh no yeah that's bad that's like um osama bin laden fbi payroll kind of bad they were like uh we caught him hey you want to go back over there no no well that was um I was learning about the weird connections between the Italian mafia and the United States breaking up labor strikes on the East Coast. Oh, see, that's the thing. You go to um, – you ever driven through New Jersey? I try not to, but a couple times, yeah. Uh, you know, you go to a gas station and you're like, what the fuck? I can't pump my own gas? Yeah. It's because it's all unionized. And you know why it's all unionized? Why? The mafia. Of course. Great. This is why there's no class consciousness in America. People associate unions with mob bosses. When it should just be a bunch of angry hippies. Yeah. I can't stand angry hippies. I like my hippies sad and Charles Manson-y. I like my hippies tripping balls. <laughs> yeah, but that's, see, but the issue is, it starts tripping balls. It ends up either Charles Manson or the dude from Children of God. Children of God. It came to be in Marn Belize to take the new Leon deceased. I was a softened gaze. They were talking about the movie Children of God. I was talking about the cult, but then I started singing the AJJ song. Children of God. It was like a sex cult in the seventies. Am I thinking of Children of Men? I'm You're thinking, thinking of, of Children, Children of Men. Men. Very different story. The exact opposite. That movie's got Michael Caine in it. it Dude, Michael Caine sucks in real life. Does he? Yeah, he's a hardcore right-winger Tory over in England. Oh. I think he's pro-Brexit. Sir too. Michael Caine. Yeah, Sir Michael Caine. Usually if Sir is in the front of your name, you, you, I'm usually the kind of person, like, you're okay until you prove me otherwise, but if Sir is in front of your name, you're the opposite. You're bad. Sir Paul you, McCartney. See, proved otherwise. Sir Michael Caine. Stayed bad. Sir. Elton John, proved otherwise. Elton John. How many other sirs are around now? Probably a lot. Though, um, I don't. The dude who played Saruman in uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, shit. What is that guy's name? Christopher Lee. Is that it? No. Christopher Lee is the Hammer Films. I think director. it's Christopher something, though. It's Christopher something. See, now, he's I'm up in the air with him. Because on one hand, he's also a far-right Tory. But on the other hand, he did these cool atmospheric metal albums in his 90s. So that's kind of cool. It's not Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen was Gandalf. Nah, he's cool. Ian McKellen's he's, cool. He's, he's, he's not a sir. Oh, it was Count Dooku. Yeah, that guy <laughs> was Count Dooku. <laughs> I just remember Saruman. What uh, the fuck are we talking about? I, this is a bad movie. <laughs> Where are we? I don't know, man. Maybe just get raped. Wow, Dante's Inferno. Holy creepy fuck. The five evils look like Warhammer 5000. I just wrote dumb movies. Oh, we were at the part where they're listening sliding. to Hatebreed and they're sliding oh, yeah. down the elevator Because they, the, they get to the five evils. Yeah, and they're just wearing like Tron outfits, and they explain that the two CIA agents were actually prisoners, and they were. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I stopped. Because then, like, I don't know, and then like Bill Mosley's character is like, "I'm actually God," and then he was like, "But God sucks." Yeah, he's like, "Oh, you need to release us because this uh, facility is trying to create 
beings that are neither good or evil. Which, like, I guess if we're going to break into the philosophy of Death House, the only good part of it was that weird ending where he's like, good has to exist because of evil, and evil has to exist because of good, and if you have just neutrality, that's pure hell. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I get it. I've been really bored and feels bad, man. Yeah, at this point, I was just completely... Yeah, I don't know. They look like Warhammer 5000 people, and, like, Kane Hodder shows up. Is it 5000? I think it is. I don't know. Kane Hodder shows up. I read a... uh, I was doing a peer review on uh, Classmates uh, Ethnography the other day, and he was talking about Warhammer and, like, how Warhammer has impacted his cultural identity. (laughs) What? Yeah. The game we're talking about, the, like the tabletop game, yeah, Warhammer. Yeah, well, these are you two different. You have Warhammer, the Warhammer Five Thousand. Difference is Five Thousand is the sci-fi, Warhammer is the fantasy. I think it was like Space Marines. Yeah, it was Space Marines. Yeah, that's the sci-fi one. How did it affect his cultural identity? I don't know, man. He feels. I go him. Accepted. I mean, I guess if you found a group of people that like. Better than the other ones I read. Yeah. What the hell? I don't know. The gas gets released and it like kills <laughs> everyone but the two agents. And the agents walk out the door. Yeah, what the fuck? I don't know. And the agents walk out the door and they're like, who are we? I guess we'll go find him and find out. Who's him? Is it God? I don't I know. I don't fucking know, man. I don't know. <laughs> what is this movie? I don't know. It's the end of Death House. Watch Death House. It's on Netflix. Take an hour and a half out of your day. No, don't watch Death House. Don't watch Death House because you're gonna have you wait. You're gonna waste time. I don't know. I'm saying watch. Grab a couple beers. Grab a couple friends. Watch Death House. Watch Death House if you have something else going. Like if you're playing like Parcheesi in your living room, or if you're like doing something else and you like want to watch Death House. Dog shit. Go watch a dog shit. See, no counterpoint. Just watch Jason X instead. Because you'll be able to at least follow along the plot. Death yeah, House, you're going to be confused the whole time, paying attention or not. Yeah, this movie... I don't know, Christian. Give me your rating system. Okay. <laughs> Would you rank this movie out of five evils? Fucking none. <laughs> no evils? This movie was fucking garbage. The only good part about this movie is Bill Mosley. Bill Mosley deserves more roles. I think he's a good actor. I can usually watch a shitty horror movie and and appreciate it for being a shitty horror movie well it's even shitty horror movies understand they're shitty horror movies yeah, i think this, this movie, movie thought it was something else i don't know what it thought it was but it was because i think that's why hatchet was so good it understood what it was this movie was the geely of horror movies the what geely with jennifer lopez and ben affleck this movie was the we bought a zoo of okay, horror movies I, yeah i know that reference <laughs> I was this is this movie that Jack and Jill of the Adam Sandler movies. This, <laughs> <laughs> yes, my parents are such diehard Adam Sandler fans. They tell me every time he has like a new one on Netflix, he had like that six movie deal. Like, oh, this one's good for once. I look this it up on like Rotten Tomatoes. This movie was the Mission Impossible like three of horror. Movies. I haven't seen any of the Mission Impossible movies. I could do this all day. Yeah, this, let's keep going. Where are we? This movie was the. Uh, now I'm drawing a blank. Jason takes Manhattan of the Friday. Th- oh no. no, Jason goes to hell of the Friday. The no, this was series. the Jason X. No, yeah, this was. Yeah, Jason I was gonna say you out. leave Jason X out of this. Jason X was a hoot. Yeah, we had a good time watching. Yeah, Jason this the, this this movie is the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street reboot from the Nightmare on Elm Street series, which was bad. This movie was 
every other suicidal tendencies albums after the first one. This movie was any Disney cartoon sequel. I don't know if I agree with that. Mulan. No, is there Mulan 2? Yeah, Mulan Rouge. <laughs> Mulan 2. Mulan Rouge. I, I wow, this movie took a. This is way different than the first one. <laughs> French now. <laughs> this is uh, Pocahontas 2. This is Atlantis 2. Was there Pocahontas 2? Yeah, it was fucking atrocious. Yeah, because you can't have any Pocahontas 2 when the movie ends with all of them dying because of the white folk. Mm-hmm. Pocahontas, Pocahontas 2 on the reservation? No, they go to England. That's terrible. Yeah, they kidnap her and bring her to England. Well, in real life, they kidnapped her and brought her to England. Pocahontas 2 is Stockholm Syndrome, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, or Pocahontas, the whole scene, it's Stockholm Syndrome, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what, what other Disney sequel sucked ass? The Little Mermaid 2. I didn't know that was a thing. See, you're saying these. I didn't know they were. Exactly. You know what didn't? Toy Story 2. Toy Story 2 was tight. All the Toy Stories have been tight. No, Pixar, the Pixar sequels are different. That's true. Finding Dory was tight. I didn't see Finding Dory. Um, yes, yeah, Pixar knows how to make a sequel. Disney does not. This movie we'll, is... We'll definitely edit that one out. The Paul McCartney and Wings. I was going to say just any th- <laughs> some, some <laughs> anything Paul McCartney did after. This movie is... Uh, we're just going to keep doing this for the oh, rest just of the like 20 minutes. It's fine. This movie is the... Uh... You can work your editing magic. Yeah. <laughs> you and I got nothing now. That's fine. I'll just group these all together. People think we're really smart. It's like, wow, they came up with these on the fly. This this, this movie is the Any Devo album after... Oh my God, what was that called? This movie is AFI after their first two albums. <laughs> this movie is AFI after the first EP. Hold on. Give me a second. You keep coming up with something. Let me show you something. Okay. This movie... Kagan's leaving the room right now. This movie is any of the Wrong Turn movies other than Wrong Turn 2. This movie is the George W. Bush presidency of the Bush family. H.W. is bad, too. This movie is the Fable 3 of the Fable series. All the Fables were... Fable 1 and 2 were good. The rest were bad. This movie is... Dude, I don't know. This movie was not good. Don't was it watch de- I don't know, man. It's free, so you're not really losing anything other than like an hour and a half of your life. If you can get a bunch of friends together to make fun of Death House, watch Death House, but if you can't, don't don't do it alone. I originally started watching this alone and then I got about to the screaming skin to people part. And I'm like, I have to watch this for the podcast, but this is ridiculous. And this is where we are. I guess I'll take the time to uh, thank you guys for still sticking with us. Episode fifteen, that's weird. Wanna do something fun for episode twenty, like some Q and A, so Shoot some over to the Instagram when you get a chance. We'll do a Q&A episode for episode 20. Maybe do some short films on Crypt TV. Talk about them. While I have the chance, I want to say thank you to uh, Three Bear Studios for sending the mixer. Okay, he's back. What is this? Was a... The All Hallows EP and The Art of Drowning. Is the All Hallows EP the punk one? They're both punk. Uh, this is the one with that song from uh, Tony Hawk on it. Okay. It sounds like any early 2000s, late 90s skate punk. Yeah, well, these are the good AFI albums. The good AFI albums. That took you a while. I was lost. Yeah, I mean, I was digging through vinyl in the dark. I have one vinyl record. It is uh, Combat Rock by The Clash. I got a lot. I didn't know Combat Rock was a bad album. People don't like Combat Rock. 
Combat Rock? You want to clash? It's the whole reason should I stay or should I go was written was because of the record execs were like, no one's gonna like any songs when you did like a pop single and Joe Strummer, which says a lot about Joe Strummer that he literally was just like, fine, I'll write a one hit wonder for us and wrote a one hit wonder. Oh, like, that's impressive. I mean, I would call the Clashes one hit Lennon calling. See, but that's the issue with the Clashes; they have so many big songs. I couldn't name them. London Calling, you have a uh, Rock the Casbah, should I say or should I Oh, go? shit. Yeah. Um, oh, fucking, I know The Clash. Yeah, dude, <laughs> I love The Clash. Rock the Casbah's good. They have a uh, Coca-Cola. Or, um, Know Your Rights is kind of popular. We were doing really well, and this al- this this episode derailed. Yeah, that's, yeah, you know what? I blame it on the movie. We ran out of things to talk about. Dude, that, we burned through that movie in 20 minutes because that was it. It was a lot of running around, a lot of shooting at nothing, a lot of exposition that meant nothing. How long have we been talking? Like, Oh, uh, man. Uh, I have like 45 minutes, but it's probably going to be cut down to like 35 minutes. Yeah, man. This is a this is it, short though. episode, dog shit movie. Don't watch it. Counterpoint, watch it with a bunch of friends and beers, though. I wouldn't do that. I would do something else. I don't know, man. Like, I wish I could even say it was, like, gory enough to make up no, for it. No, it wasn't, man. Wasn't. This movie was... All the money was spent on these actors. Yeah. When they didn't really need them. Bad, bad movie. None of them played really any role. Kane Hodder was the main actor. And King Kane Hodder, he's in everything. That guy's got a big neck. Kane Hodder. Did I tell you about how Kane Hodder, if you like, look at his neck, it looks all weird and stringy? It's because mm-hmm. he suffered like a crazy burn during a stunt. Yeah, I thought you did tell me yeah, that. Yeah, that's why it looks all weird. That's why you won't see him without gloves, usually. It's very thick, too. He's, he's thick a beefy neck. dude. I would not want to get in a fistfight with Kane Hodder. Very small head. Yeah, well, it usually neck. comes with the... That's when you can tell somebody wasn't born to be beefy. Oh, you just they, got beefy? Like, you neck? fought against genetics to be that to beefy. To get beefy? Like, I feel like if I got beefy, my head would be a fine proportion. But I feel like if you got beefy, your head would be small. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I have the broad shoulders of, like, a potentially beefy guy. But I feel like you were built to be, like... I look at myself and I think I'm, like, a regular proportion guy. And then sometimes I catch myself in the mirror and I'm like, I am weird shit. Well, see, here's your issue is you're comparing yourself to other people. No, I'm not comparing, comparing myself to other people. I think it's just, like, different angles that I catch myself at that I'm like... Because if you look at me like head on, you're like, yeah, that's an average looking guy. Then you look at me from the side and you're like, that is a very slender person. You are a slender man. <laughs> slender man. Because I have like the frame to be like of average build. And then you like catch me like you catch the light coming in between my uh, appendages <laughs> and you're like, those are real thin. You can see through his ribs. Yeah. Yo, this this makes me think about uh, the New York Times just did an article, and this makes me so mad, about these two podcast girls who failed at podcasting, and they did a whole article talking about how we were convinced podcasting was going to be easy. And now all these big-name podcasters are like, no, podcasting is really hard. Counterpoint. Podcasting is really easy. It's doing a good podcast is hard. I would, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like... I, I wouldn't know. I do this podcast. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. What do we do? We put an episode out every three weeks. I edit it for, like, two hours. I mean, how are your listeners? I don't know. Like, ten. What's up, guys? What's up, guys? Like, I know all of them, really. Which also counterpoints. It's fun to do. Kind of cool. Yeah, I enjoy I like it. listening to it. I like listening to my own voice. I like looking at pictures of myself. Yeah, something that makes me feel good. I'm but, not going to lie. But, like, yeah, they were, like, upset, which kind of makes me mad because they got a New York Times article done on them for failing bad. Where's mine? That's what I'm saying. Like, that makes me mad. That's some... There was this band. Uh, I, I couldn't tell you the name of the band or even what genre they played. But at some point, some, like, really rich guy, like, funded... 
like he bought him a van and he like funded a tour because he was like this is this band's doing i guess our band did that in a way we like tour tour who funded you though well no we toured down to uh it's crazy like thinking like we put in footwork you know what i mean like we like booked the tours and played the tours but uh, at one point we toured down to uh south by southwest and just so happened that kevin lyman uh like the director of warp tour was just wandering around (laughs) and our bass player was like come check out a show and he did and he was like all right oh so that's how you ended up being their uh chefs on the road uh well no we showed up to the first day to warp tour and uh again just bumped into the guys from catering and they're like we need another band and we're like gotcha <laughs> we are same thing with the stage band. crew they're like we need some hands and we're like because that's the thing like like that's what i'm so trying you to say bummed is that, your way into warp tour well we didn't bum our way we we took advantage of our opportunities like we kept running into situations where they were like hey we could use you guys and we're like and then we were like we'll we'll work for it so i guess the life advice you can gather from this episode if you're still with us good god i'm thankful but find a better hobby (laughs) like grow up (laughs) up. life advice don't watch death house and say yes to things do things and work man work hard yeah like it is be yes man like the jim carrey movie no don't be a yes man well i mean but like at the same time though if if you're gonna do something be do it like do it if to if you're not gonna do it with love it's not doing it's not worth doing yes that is i agree with you on that yeah which, as we're sitting here just bullshitting this podcast. And we're muscling through it, man. I, I'm, but the thing is, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm doing it with love. I'm just not doing it with a lot of effort. That's another difference. You also got to find the difference between effort and love. Because I've done a lot of things with a lot of love, but very little effort. I've done things with a lot of effort and very little love. Which, and you know how much that sucks. Uh, well, that's why I take so loved. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of effort, no love sucks. A little bit of effort, a lot of love. A lot of effort. A lot of Zoloft. Yeah. What about a lot of effort, a lot of love? I don't know. I, I get overbearing and then I scare people away. Oh, bummer. A lot of effort and a lot of love. Like, I feel clingy and I'm like, why? You left me on red. Oh, no. Oh, did you hear that? That's that the last listener signing off. <laughs> so, I think we're going to call We should do the same. <laughs> I think we're going to call it. This has been episode 15 of the podcast. We've been around for over a year now. It's weird. Um, that was Death House. It's on Netflix. Watch it. Don't watch it. I'm sorry. Whatever. Kagan rates it zero out of five. What are the evils? What are the five evils? I've rated one evil because they finished the movie. They get one evil for making a start. For making a movie. Getting the movie. They crowdfunded this, so they get credit. Oh, did they? I think so. Then I'm sorry for whoever paid for this. You know, I'm both, I hope to God they crowdfunded it, but I also don't at the same time. Like, I hope no movie company paid money for this, but I also hope no one else paid If they did, I hope you got your money back. I think they should have just did. You're going to do Expendables of Horror, like this was billed to do. Just have them all fight each other. I love the idea of having all those people in movies together, but this movie was. But none of them played any part. You could have awful. Yeah. Whatever. It should have just been straight to Redbox with randos, and you could have spent money for more gore and better effects. This movie would have been great if Blockbuster was still around, and you like wander past, and you're like, "Let's pick up a dog shit horror movie." Dude, I feel like Death House would have had an awesome cover. Yeah, it would have had those people screaming into the microphone. We put it. I put it in the same category as the Cube movies. Yeah, but the Cube movies are all good. Are they? I don't know. Compared to this. All right. Whatever. Okay. 
see you guys. Stay spooky. Keep doing your things. Thanks for listening. Don't watch Death House. Watch Death House. Whatever. Whatever. Do what you want. Do what you want. Whatever. Watch if you're gonna watch Death House. Watch it with love. Yeah. Have fun with it. Don't go in expecting anything. Uh, oh my God. Bye. <laughs>